Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. I'm hitchhiking. How far are you going? St. Louis, how far are you going? To the end of this fence. Okay. I'm David Johnson. What's your name, sir? Here we are. Okay. Thanks for the company. I hope I can repay you someday. Look at the waitresses. Yeah? What physical characteristic would you say is common to all of them? I mean, look at this. Every waitress working here has the same proportions, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would say. What's going on here? How is this possible? Do you think it's a coincidence? No. I, I haven't seen four women like this together outside of a Russ Meyer film. <laughs> Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Matteblanc. London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. I got nothing, so it's easy to be ready. So a couple of weeks ago, Mrs. Gustav and the general's friend and his lady and I went to see Steve Martin and Martin Short, accompanied by the Steep Canyon Rangers. Oh Man, I wanted to go to that like show to so bad. I was so jealous, y'all. And it was a very good show. I, when the general's friend brought it up, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, we got to go. But as I thought about it more and more, I'm like, how's this going to be? And then I got really worried because... The four of us had also gone to see John Cleese and Eric Idle from Monty Python. Oh, yeah? Oh, how was that? Well, I enjoyed it, but I didn't. Okay. okay. So it was at Granada, so a nice small venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the crowd were such ass kissers. Oh. Like, they wanted to clap at everything that was said. You had a bunch of Jimmy Fallons. Yeah. And so it was real, it was hard for them to get any steam. Yeah. And... They're getting up there. Uh, yeah. So they were very, tell a little anecdote about each other. And they might do a sketch, but it was lots of clips. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let's sit here and watch this and we'll talk kind of, which was okay. And I enjoyed it, but it just, it wasn't great. Yeah. You know? So I was a little bit worried how this was going to be, but this was at Nokia or whatever the hell it's called now at Grand Prairie. Never been over there. Verizon? Verizon. Yeah. yeah. Never and, been there. And. That's where Sturgill, we're all going to yeah. be there for that. When's that? That's like September. I got oh. two extra tickets okay. if you want them. Uh, maybe. Okay. I went ahead and got four. Okay. Um, so it was good to very good. It was really good. They had, Mrs. Gustav is not a fan of Martin Short. Man, I yeah, love I him. I don't care for him. I mean, she either. liked him in like Three Amigos and stuff. Only reason he was good in that is because of. Chevy Chase and Steve Martin. Right. But I've always been a fan going back to SCTV. Well, that's what I was going to say. Was she an SCTV no, fan? No, she wasn't an SCTV oh. fan. No. And y'all got together. And somehow we got together and somehow we stayed together. Some say. As far as you know. <laughs> and it was great because they really, the two of them genuinely are friends. Yeah, and they feed off each other. Their interview on the hard line was fantastic. But it was nut kicking for most of the time they were interacting with each other. So they were <laughs> really, great. you know... Back and forth. And usually with Martin one-upping him, like big-time mm-hmm. him, like, whoa, well, you know, sorry about your career and all that stuff. <laughs> and then they would do they would do some retrospective stuff, but not a lot. And they had uh, Martin played banjo, and Steve Canyon came out and played not as much as I would have liked. They, they were just there as his backing band. They did one kind of solo thing where they went a little bit too long on the fiddle <laughs> solo stuff, but... Uh, they're a great band. I I would yeah, go see them. They're pretty tight. Oh, yeah. alone. Yeah, they're good. But Short was great. Yeah. He came out. And did he some, do any Ed Grimley? 
He didn't do Ed Grimley, except maybe just as a quick kind of bit. Right. Him and Martin did a Jiminy Glick thing, and I don't like Jiminy Glick, but it was good. Man, I do. The suit that he had him in was like a ventriloquist, so he was holding this <laughs> tiny little thing. That was pretty good. And But he did a thing where he dressed in a nude suit. Which one? Uh, Martin. Short? Martin Short in a nude suit, and it was a all-nude gospel <laughs> play that supposedly he'd been in because you know like Godspell mm-hmm. and Jesus Christ Superstar were real yeah. big when they were coming up so this was like some fake thing and he did a whole thing where his dick was flopping around as he went sideways it was and he's in this fake nude suit it was great everybody uh, was laughing that's funny so well that was because that was the same night that oh, County Fair County Fair yeah, yeah yeah because that night before me and Mrs. Longmire went to the Granada to see my favorite band, the Drive-By Truckers. How was that? That was wonderful. It was now, at Granada? Granada. So how did she do... Well, okay, so in the past you've mentioned that she doesn't... Uh, that some of their songs don't sit so well with her. The Which I, I told her, which I was really excited for her to get to see them with me. She'd never seen them before. We've her, also never seen them with, with seen them with him before, have we, Ty? No, we were supposed to. Yeah, the uh, I told her I said, now they're they do rock shows. It's not like the CD. You know, it's gonna they're slow ballads. They're probably not gonna play. I mean, they, they hammer down. Yeah, she loved it. She was, and they played a long time. It yeah, looked like it from long. your pictures, y'all had pretty good seats. Yeah, we got there. We went. Chef Rob fed us supper that night. Oh, the great Chef Rob! That's the way and to start I, off a night. It was wonderful. My wife was blown away at just how great, good it was. Mm-hmm. She had the uh, cheeseburger, pistachio crusted sea bass. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh, I had crab cakes, I believe. Boy, those and are I, good. Yeah, so so good. Did y'all do any oysters? No, she wanted to do shrimp, so we did. Uh, shrimp cocktail, which were freaking huge. I don't I mean, doubt it. Just wonderful, great. It was so. Then we little dessert. Didn't do dessert. Miss Snout. Didn't do dessert. At least not there. So then we went, then we went to uh, Granada. Got there pretty up up close to a spot where we kind of lean against a railing. Right. You know. Was it standing? Oh yeah, it yeah. Was standing. Yeah, it was great. They had a band. Hiss Golden Kissinger. Hiss Golden Messenger opened up. Is Rudolph, that like a Henry Hess Golden Messenger? Is that a Henry Kissinger cover band? Right, absolutely. And uh, they were good. I had heard of them. I've never listened to them much. They were good, but yeah, DVT was awesome. Is Granada where we saw Junior Brown? Yes. yes. Okay. Just yep. randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just saw him walking by. Yeah, yeah he was Granada over there. Junior and Brown. Yeah, we were outside smoking, and he walked by. Oh, we almost forgot to say this is Can You Hear Me? Oh, hey. Podcast of three guys talking about acts that they've seen. Yeah. I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I'm Ty Webb. And I'm the one and only Heavy Longmire. And you can email us your stories about acts that you've seen to canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Real Gustav. I'm at Ty Webb 3000. <laughs> And I am at Longmire Heavy. And we got Instagram and all that other stuff, Facebook, Tumblr, whatever. So you can find us there. Yeah, we didn't get to go to old uh, the county fair this year. That's right. We didn't. Man, that was a good lineup, too. I, I am still... I, it didn't look as good to me as... Really? Preview. I mean, I would like to see... I wanted to see the Jayhawks very badly, because I've been listening to the Jayhawks since 1992, and I've never seen them. And have either of y'all seen Lucinda live? No. Never have. Man, she's really good live. She's good. I've got Lucinda Williams' albums, but she just is not like somebody that I'm like, oh, i got to see that. Actually, when I, I've only seen her once, and it was at the Kessler, which is probably the best venue to see her. Never been to the Kessler either. Oh, that's the. I think that's the best sound you're going to get I hate in the we Metroplex. Sunvolt at the Kessler. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that sucked. We missed a lot of shows this year. I missed a lot of stuff. Well, I had that, but you went to a lot of stuff too. Well, yeah. Oh, tell us true. about you getting rid of the tickets to the uh, Craigslist. Oh yeah, what was oh. I had tickets to the uh, Fortress Festival. Right. And I, what was the Fortress Festival? It was Fort in Worth. Fort Worth. There were some, 
they had a really good lineup too. I didn't hear anything about that. Who was uh, that? Well, run the jewels. I know you're big fans of theirs. Oh, okay, yeah. But no, I I really wanted to see Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats, oh, which that's... I've seen them before, but I just love them. And Quaker City was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam Lau, who's really good. Mm-hmm. Who was the other? Oh. There were some other big acts that I just hadn't, I don't know much about and hadn't heard before, but like Purity Ring was there. Well, I feel like, it feels like something, sounds like something Jay's wearing right now. Right now. But yeah, they had a good lineup, but I had bought tickets and then I couldn't go kind of last minute and I had to throw those bad boys up on Craigslist. And I think I texted y'all, didn't I? that I'd been texting back and forth with this person. I don't know why, but I've, I've sold tickets on Craigslist before and I've sold a few other things. And for some reason, and maybe it's just because most of the transactions have been this way, I always just assume that whoever I'm texting or emailing back and forth is a dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just always assume it's right. a dude. And 99 times out of 100, it is. But I'd set up to meet this person, sell the tickets to a certain place, and then they texted me about 20 minutes out, and they're like, you know, I may be running a little bit late. Well, then they called me about five minutes before we were supposed to meet and this is when i texted y'all and she said because i told her where i was parked and she said okay well i'll be over there in a minute and just so you'll know who i am i'm asian i'm wearing a tank top and a miniskirt hey and that's when i texted y'all like this person may have a totally different expectation for what's going to happen at this meetup than i do (laughs) but uh sure enough went off without a hitch and it was a totally accurate which I think I told y'all, totally right. accurate description. <laughs> Travis wanted to know if he was expecting her to be about 14, I think he said. <laughs> yeah. Which is close. She was, I think she was about mid-20s or so. That that might as well be 14 to me. Yeah, totally. I mean, that it's closer to 14 than my age. So. Right. That's a scary, sad thought, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I've had, have y'all ever done, uh, the first few times that I did a Craigslist meetup, I was a little, you know, I'm always a little watching my back and i may have fallen into a little false sense of security having done it a few times but i'm still leery about a ever inviting somebody over to my actual house yeah versus meeting them somewhere or b the same with somebody else like i'd like for them to meet me somewhere crowded versus just show up at their house but i have done it i mean i have Uh, done it i drove to fort worth to buy a rabbit a couple of weeks ago off of craigslist how many batteries that take Four double A's. <laughs> You're not doing it right then. You need to get the kind with the kickstart. Dude, you need to just shift over <laughs> to the plug-in, all right? <laughs> you need know to go full Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> you get Bluetooth. You plug it <laughs> plug it in and you get you a router speed controller to dial that in. Well, I've, I've got the uh, portable. You just hook up to the portable compressor. That way you can t- right. get wherever you like the <laughs> air <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> Pan compressor sitting off in the hallway. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I drove all the way to Fort Worth from almost uh, for rat. They sell those. I know more for meat. locally for me. Oh, you raising meat no, rabbits? Hell no. This was okay. a specific coloration that. Oh, I bet the girl Gustav wanted for her birthday because she's been begging us to get a rabbit. And so the meat rabbit? No, a pet rabbit. Oh, what'd you say meat for? Because that's what they sell them for in the nine oh three. Oh, yeah. So Mrs. Gustav found it on Craigslist. Some I was getting excited. I've been thinking girl. about starting to raise meat rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> really you can do it in the garage. They don't take up much space. Uh, no, they don't. I can tell by the way you said that that you're for real too. Yeah, he ain't kidding. <laughs> When's the last time you ate a rabbit? I've never eaten like caged rabbit. <laughs> it has been a while since I've eaten rabbit. Right. I mean, we've all eaten rabbit just out in the nine oh three on an overnight camp out. Right. Right. So, you, how do you think that the the ladies inside your uh, domicile there would it wouldn't work. would go over? It wouldn't work. <laughs> come out here and watch me slaughter the rabbit, right. honey? Yeah, you can have the pelt. <laughs> you must make a nice pair of slippers. You want tan this for you? Hey, how about this? How common, nay, ubiquitous, was the rabbit's foot keychain? Oh, you? Lord. Every homecoming mom had rabbit's foot on it, and then it would get translated over to the keychain. It was, it was long before the mom. I mean, that was something that was... 
It was one of the oh. few things that eclipsed the roach feather. Yes. Uh, also a popular fair item. Yes. So much the fair. Roach feather and the... A mirror with ACDC on Jack it. Or Jack Daniels yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I won one time, and it was like, no, nah, we're not having that when I got <laughs> home. I can't remember what it was, but... I'd worked Paps really, Blue Ribbon right, Mirror. I'd worked really hard to get that mirror. Right. I remember those being at the um, the ping pong ball toss. Yeah. And then I think the dart the, throw. The dart throw. And then the uh, I think the ring toss, too, had a mirror yeah. situation going on. Because those were usually something, the roach clip and the mirror were usually something that was not a high, high level of skill. Yeah. Which was perfect for us. Right. Because we were never getting the three uh, milk bottle knockover or anything yeah. like that. And I feel like we had the Cadillac of 903 upbringing and that we got to experience the county fair and the trades day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. mean, that's that's paradise for a kid. Yeah. You know, and back then, county fair rolled a tent, especially when, I guess, probably starting sixth grade. Yeah, it's probably. You know, they'd have bracelet night. Bracelet night was a big yeah, game changer. Stump, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Free as a bird. Yeah. You know, and it's always not, muddy. It's not fenced. Yep. So you just come and go as you please. Any axe murder could wander in there and yeah. lure kids into the funhouse. Let well, alone the ch- damn carnies themselves. Yeah. Yeah, man, those were great days. So there was one so the general's the general was always a big player at the county fair causing oh, mayhem. I'm sure. And I was always there, <laughs> it seemed like, with the Polynesian and the general's friend. And I remember one year, and you it only was there like once, they had the uh, sideshow-type trailer that had all kinds of sideshows. Oh, yeah, that you walked through? you walked Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. And I don't recall this. It was only one year. Yeah, yeah I remember it. And it had the little hole things you could look through, yeah. too. Yeah. And me and the general's friend tried to go in there with our bracelets. We're like, hey, we got the bracelets. And I'll never forget it, and he won't either. The carny said, no soap. No soap. No soap. Couldn't do it with your bracelet. You had to get the tickets to, you had mm. to pay extra to go get the damn, and they had like a mermaid something or in there. You yeah. Know? Wow. It was all kind of just pure shit. Wow. But, but it beat the potato sack slide. I, I will potato sack slide like fun. a mother. That was fun. Slide. But after you'd done it 50 times, it was time to go check out something else. It's leg day, you know. That's true. I remember one year, Maybe fourth or fifth grade. That again, being dropped off when you're nine at the damn county fair. Yeah, pick you up in about four hours. Right, me and Schmoo. Yeah. So imagine the size difference at right. nine years old between me and the the tallness of Schmoo. You're four eight. He's five eight. Uh, shit, I was like four. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was short. So we get on, and I'm probably like. 80 pounds, and he's like 160. That might be unfair, but he was big. A big kid. We get on, I don't know what it would be called. Maybe the, it wasn't the Gravitron. It was the Enterprise. So it was carts that were circular around a, a rim, and it went up on its side. And so you were going mm-hmm. up and you know, okay. around. Not the zipper. Not the zipper. Okay. That was something else. This was, they were fixed, like okay. little rockets yeah. that would go around. And it broke while we were on it. Mm. And we are hung facing downward. Nice. In the thing together. So mm-hmm. I'm in the front of this cart. He's in the back of it. So he's, we're very broke. We're very broke back mountain at this point. Right. But I was never so glad to have a much larger friend in my life because somebody puked up above us. Oh. And it hit him some. Not bad, but yeah. still some. And we were on there for, I bet, a damn hour. Stuck well, that- hanging. That's like our... Uh, Those rides would always break it. Oh, our remember? buddy, the lawman's older brother, got stuck on that Ferris wheel one time, and somebody was, was towards the bottom, and somebody at the top was puking all over, mm. and it got on him. I remember we... Uh, Probably three or my, four candy apples in. My good friend, mm. Big Mix, we... Uh, I can't remember which ride we were on, but we were up... It might, might have been the... It wouldn't have been the zipper. He wouldn't have rode the zipper. I don't know if the octopus or something <laughs> right. like that. And it breaks down. And we're sitting there in the car. He's like, look at that. And two carnies <laughs> are out there. Got the cover off the electrical box. And they're splicing wires with a pocket knife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get it back Just running. twisting stuff back together. And like, oh, man. So have you been to a carnival and ridden as your current adulthood? 
a carnival. I've been to Six Flags. No, it's a different thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about carnival. No, I have not. I have. I have. Six Flags once. Hurts. Six Flags hurts. Carnival is hell. Because mm. I remember, and it's been a few years now, but Mrs. Gustav and I dropped the kids off, and we went to the carnival for bracelet night just to have a little Chris Ledoux County Fair moment, you know? Just you and her? Just me and her. Popcorn trick? Yes. Tunnel of love. And <laughs> that damn... and. She doesn't do as well in rough and tumble stuff as I do to begin with, but that damn uh, tilt-a-whirl even now, oh, fuck yeah. that beat the hell out of me. Really? And we didn't even try like the zipper or anything like that. Tilt-a-whirl was always one of my favorites. Oh, it's great. Well, I don't like any of that. I, I can't do a lot of that. I've got some of that vertigo or whatever to where like anything stuff. that spins around or yeah. goes up and down really quick, really quick gets me sick so fast. I can't do it. Now, I can't even do like the dizzy. I remember in college, we were doing one of these stupid game day things where we had to do like the Dizzy Lizzy, you know, mm-hmm. baseball. Man, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I I felt like I was going to throw up for a week after doing that. <laughs> it's terrible. I can't do any of that spin stuff. I, I still like Six Flags. That's still good stuff. Yeah. It, it beats you up some, depending yeah. on what the ride is, but I still like it. But the carnivals, it's rough. Those are made for kids. Yeah, it's made for kids that don't know no better in white trash. Yeah. The other day I was driving along the the major thoroughfare there running east-west in the 903, and I got a call from Mrs. Gustav worried she'd seen the ambulances go by. Obviously worried that my driving's contributed to something. Right. What'd you do? And I was on a different road at the time. No, it's not me. She said, okay, well, be careful. And as we're coming back, I've gotten the boys, and much to my... um, this May, the local carnival company's ticket booth trailer had tumped over. Uh-oh. And the DPS were out there working the scene, and there were sad carnies <laughs> sad. looking on. What are we going to do now? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it wasn't the Mexican circus that anymore. Oh, my gosh. Have, have you heard my story of that? Yes. But you can tell it again. I don't think I have. You probably haven't. Years ago, when we were still living in the 903, and my oldest, who is now 12, she was probably four, we went out to lunch after church one day, and up by the, I was checking out, and up by the register, there are these free tickets to the <laughs> circus that's in town just today. Hey, two red flags already. Yeah. <laughs> out of the brand new multi-center complex. Two red, white, and green flags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Multi-use center, complex, whatever the hell they call that right. thing. It's like, huh, let's check this out. This will be fun. So we go home and change, and it's June. Get mm. out there, and it's, you know, they've just they've built this thing in an open pasture, a metal <laughs> building with about, at the time, they had about 40 by 40 foot of concrete poured. Mm-hmm. Rest of it was just dirt, and uh, nice. And they've got old school aluminum folding chairs set up of <laughs> little bitty kind. You Not know? even bleachers. No, oh, those things are just cooking. Out, and me and Miss Longmore are kind of looking at each other, and she's like, "What in the world?" I was like, "I don't know. Let's let's hang around and check this out." Now I'm interested. This is going to be good. And uh, there's like maybe. 15 people in attendance here at this free circus. Did you stand out amongst those who were there? Uh, yes. Were your boots not curved up enough at the toe? (laughs) Were you the only one that didn't have a full snake head on your boot? The, uh... Were you the only one that didn't have a sticker in the rear window of your vehicle? Probably, yeah. Although you did have turquoise. Yeah, did have turquoise. special... Oh, if he's at church, he's had that awful blazer. Oh, so that yeah, yeah. Not, not in June. Not in June. <laughs> the uh, so anyway, and I'm Back looking and around like, okay, what's someone. the catch here? Are they going to try to sell us timeshares or something? They're not charging anything to get. Well, they're it's concessions right. and the coloring books and you know that kind of stuff. Well, the stage is like about eight inches high. Four of these eight foot long tables pushed up together, and this. Mexican family comes out and starts doing. They've got the dad is the ringleader, and I think it's uh, called ringmaster, not ringleader. <laughs> yeah, ringmaster, and they've got a uh, gatekeeper. They have these chihuahuas. The youngest son 
comes out with a hula hoop, and they've got these chihuahuas that come running out. I think I've seen these this. little collars on, these lion mane collars. <laughs> <laughs> He'll hold the hula hoop out, and they're jumping through the hula hoop, and running back around in circles. and jump. It was the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. And they had one that was a half-ass trapeze artist, and one that was a half-ass contortionist. And they was, have any uh, schnauzer-sized cattle? It, it was it was bizarre to say the least. It was uh, so we bought a f- couple of cokes and some popcorn <laughs> and enjoyed real sugar though. Focus. Yeah, that's a rough life. I mean, I, whenever anybody is engaged in something that's that low rent, I just always yeah. And in the summer, oh, just beat yeah, down. Know, and in the multi-use center there, they just they got. Two big old shop fans yeah, set up in the corner old- blowing, you know. It's like, man. Golly, that's that's a tough uh that's a tough lie. And they after it's over, they pack their stuff into the breaking bad R V and Head it on. trapes off to the next town. Golly. I couldn't do it. No. It was, it was something. It was something but it was I mean you could it was obviously obvious that it was a family. Right. You know. Grandma, grandpa, husband, wife kids right and any other homeless kids they picked up along the way probably man could y'all do the uh take the rv cross country for a year kind of thing i would love to with my kids yeah well that i mean let's just say no kids i mean i think nobody would do it with children right i mean i I don't sister would man i think she's crazy her and her husband drag their camper and kids all over the damn country in the summertime. No. Well, see how the hell they do it. Yeah, let's just consider yeah, that the outlier. Let's take yeah. this empty nest. Uh, I couldn't do it. Man, I, it had to be like, I could only entertain this in retirement. Okay? Like now, like let's assume now you don't have children or your kids have to go away to boarding school for a year or something and you're just going to do and. I'm getting my salary and yeah, I got job, my benefits and no, all that. There's no job money issue or whatever. It's just, could you do it? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun to me, but it's also one of those things that sounds fun that I don't know once you're six months in and yeah. you still hadn't slept in a bed bigger than the one in your... And I'm I'm talking about like a reasonably sized... I'm not talking about a million dollar tour bus RV. Yeah. Right. Just a regular... Just a regular got your little double bed back there yeah, kind I of thing. Know. I don't know. I, I could. You know... I Why don't s- us three do it and we just record... You know how many shows we could get in? So We could going, do one from every state. Going back to Brad's uh, thing, we would go gay in about like the second state. Yeah, we wouldn't even be out of the county right. here. <laughs> be broke back trailer. Um, I don't know. You know, I travel so much that I like having, I like going back home. Yeah, having a, a home base. short, I need to be grounded. Yeah. You know, if I spend two, I think the longest I've ever spent away for work is two weeks. And that starts to F with your head. Yeah. Now, if I had Mrs. Gustav with me, it might be different, but I don't know. I like being able to go back home and like having a place. Now, I have entertained, and I I want to save this for detailed talk with Professor, if we ever get him back, if he, if he doesn't die from a fever, the idea of building one of those teardrop campers. Oh, yeah. You know, just a little mm-hmm. tiny one that you just sleep in. Doesn't yeah. have to have pullouts and all that stuff. Now, obviously, that would just be for me and the missus, and she might require more than that. But the idea of being able to just kind of go and camp at like a KOA or something where you still got showers and stuff, mm-hmm. that, that's entertaining. But I don't know about going like across the country. I don't know. I, I, I think it'd be great. I, I have a hard time with it. I think it'd be a blast. I just don't know that I'd want to actually drive that thing yeah. across the country. That, that's another thing. You, now, you give me a driver. If you've ever driven a, a trailer in yeah. non-flat Texas. Yeah. No. I'll never forget when my dad retired. I told him one day, I, I said, you know, I said, I'll tell you a fun trip. I said, I know we'll never get around to it, but a, a fun trip me and you ought to take. We ought to do that train ride that goes all across Canada. Oh, I'd, I'd love oh, to take yeah. that. That he would looked, be a blast. Me, I think I've already said this before. I mean, he, he retired from the railroad. Right. Worked. 46 years there he's looked at me kind of funny he said why in the fuck do you think i'd want to ride a train that goddamn far <laughs> that's so much 
It's like, don't you think I've done enough train riding? Uh, I've ridden on a train for 46 years. I don't want... No, that doesn't sound fun at all, So <laughs> At least it looked better than going through Decatur. Uh, He'd rather be shot out of a cannon. I would like to take that trans-Canadian. Boy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be nice. That'd be a blast. Didn't we your parents always... do that? They went from here to Seattle. Okay. But they, I mean, they went up to Canada while they were there, but right. they didn't take that that trip in Canada. Going here to Seattle, I guess you go to California first, then up. Yes. Okay. Boy, how long did that take? It was a while. They were gone a couple weeks. Wow. Yeah. I I, I think that'd be neat. But I well, love train I mean, trips. It's the best way to see the country. Boy, that we are speaking take the OKC. You're speaking Papa Webb's language <laughs> right. now. He's told. He said that phrase to me a thousand times. <laughs> that's where I. That's where I pulled right. it out. We ought to take the OKC run sometime. Yeah, we we could. I've uh, I've never ridden on a passenger train. Really? Outside of like like Amtrak, just you know commuter stuff. Yeah, I've taken the one to, to Austin a couple times. No. It's a pretty ride. Beats the hell out of that traffic too. Yeah, mm, I bet on a weekend. Oof. Yeah, that would be. We ought to do that. John, Y'all want to go right now? Oh, sure. Why not? I got my bindle. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and I think we've talked before. I I don't regret it, but it would have been. Neat to hop a train, hop a man, freight, I hop had a freight. I think I may have mentioned to y'all, I had a bunch of buddies that I made friends with when I got to college that they had been doing that. that they had just kind of stopped doing that when I uh, started going there. Yeah. And I just just missed out on the tail end of all that. Yeah. That's, that sounded like a blast. Yeah, you, you, we talked about that a long time ago. Like, My dad can tell some crazy hobo stories. Yeah, that's the problem, you know. Yeah. I think we missed the opportunity the opportunity of normal people yeah. by about seventy years. So, yeah. well, and it's still, I mean, <laughs> as he said, they're not traveling that way generally because they want to, right? There's, well, one, you know, there's a reason. Yeah. One of my one they're time on the, it went terribly wrong for a couple of my buddies that they hopped on one at night that thought it was running, making this about fifteen mile run, mm-hmm. and they ended up about over an hour away before oh. it stopped. Mm. And then they hitchhiked back. Oh, shit. And on the hitchhike back, they got in a little S10 truck with this dude at about three in the morning. And one of my buddies, you know, so it's three wide in this little S10 hitchhike. And I was, first of all, I was like, why didn't you just get your ass in the back? No, I'm not getting in the cab mm. if I got a hitchhike. Well, they're nestled up. <laughs> my buddy that's on the far end loves this story. The ones that's in the middle hates it. I bet. He said they they've been driving the about shift, yeah. No, he said they've been driving about ten minutes, and the guy driving put his hand on the other guy's <laughs> leg and said, "Would you like a free blowjob?" Oh no! <laughs> he said, "My buddy that's on the far end is like just trying to hold back the laughter, oh, and my buddy in the middle is just shitting himself." You know? Oh no! And he said the other guy, well, "How said, was it? Why don't you just let us out? Whatever you don't mind." Because then he's thinking, well, hell, if I say no, right. this guy is never going to stop. And we're going to die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I say yes, my other buddy's going to tell everybody. <laughs> so I'm the guy in the middle is in a no-win situation. Yeah. Unless he had said, you can go, you can blow my buddy first. He's bigger or something, you know. Not. I told him, I said, you should have said, that's outrageous. $25. <laughs> Free? <laughs> Come on now. But yeah, that uh, their night was compounded with, I mean, they thought their night <laughs> was awful. bad when they ended up an hour and a half away. And then they, you know, they added fuel to the fire by deciding to hijack back across state lines. Hitchhike. I mean, not, not hijack. No, not, totally they almost got story. hijacked. <laughs> hitchhike back from an hour and a half away from another state they were in now mm. at, you know, middle of the night. Because this was, yeah, we didn't. I'm trying to think of, I don't think any of us had a cell phone. Oh, that'd at been this pre point. cell phone, yeah. Um, and then to, you know, actually have some of your worst fears come true, you finally wow. get somebody to pick you up. Hey, and that, that's what you're having to do. Have you ever hitchhiked? With. I have. Like, really? A, a long, like a very far distance? No. Like, I've only hitchhiked twice. Like local where we grew up or further? one, one local where, by where we grew up. I think I may have told this story, but it was with my mom. I was, I was, I don't know. I was probably like, seven or eight or something and we had car trouble right. and we were out there kind of in the middle of nowhere and we just had to hitchhike about you know like 10 miles into town okay but i remember my mom she carried a pistol at the time uh-huh. and she had it in her purse and she had her hand in her purse the, the whole, whole time, time. Mm-hmm. you know 
And then one other time that was another short trip, but nothing like this, nothing yeah. like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of night kind yeah. of thing. And when I did it before, like when I was older, I, I got, it was a truck and I got in the back of the truck. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm not getting in the cab. Same way with, I've pick, picked up hitchhikers before when I had a truck and you, you can get in the back. Yeah. But even now I wouldn't even do that. No. Right. I wouldn't even. How about you, Gus? No, I have not. And never? I never, you never hitchhiked. No. Huh. Have I you? Have several times. Today? Nothing, uh, I mean, not in years. Like three years ago? Never anywhere far, like in the town. Yeah. Or... Did you have to give any blowjobs? No, did not have to do that. Did you have to receive any well, he, he didn't have to. Right. Probably, yeah, 10, 15 miles is furthest I've ever had to hitchhike. I'm going to edit out that 10 or 15 part and you just say, yeah. 10 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never have. That reminded me, you talk about you and your mom. There was an episode of Tell Me Where to Turn where Point Break Dave was talking about how he was about nine or eight or nine and him and his mom had car trouble. And this would have to have been somewhere in Dallas. And his mom gave him $20 and put him in a car with a guy that stopped to take him to go to the gas station to get gas. Shit. <laughs> That's and bold. He's, he's, been in, he's been in therapy ever since. Mm. But you know what? That kind of stuff was so much more common when oh, we were yeah, growing yeah. up. Yeah, it was a different world. I mean, just like you talked, just like you talked about being dropped off at the fair for four hours. You know, I mean, me and uh, my buddy Big Mix that I referenced earlier at the county fair when we were in high school, we were coming back in the town one night. It just come over the lake, and uh, it's pretty late. And there was a guy, this big, burly, not stable-looking guy, hitchhiking. So we pull up. Probably about 20 yards in front of him. Stop. Oh, shit. He comes running up to the car, <laughs> to my Jeep, and he gets just almost there. I punch it. <laughs> Scoot up about 20 more yards. Assholes. And he, he kind of does, does that with his legs. He walks a little bit. He starts getting a little bit closer. And he runs, and I punch it again. And he ends up just throwing rocks at us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You're lucky you didn't have a pistol. <laughs> yes, very no lucky. Very lucky. All right, we got an email here. Since I don't think we're going to be topping you being an asshole to your fellow man. <laughs> One time, we, we don't have time to do it now, but sometime, because I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show, because it just made me think about it, talking about how times are so much different now than back then, and then how much more it was to the even further extreme when our parents were kids mm -hmm. but we got to talk about sometimes some of the hazing and some of the stuff that they used to do oh man when they were in high school yeah compared to what you could get away with i mean not now by any means but right. even when we were high school yeah. i mean some of those stories are i mean they sound like a lot of fun looking back mm -hmm. but good memories yeah good memories but can you imagine i mean people be thrown in jail oh, these days for doing that stuff absolutely <laughs> all right so this email is a <laughs> This came as part of the group DM where there was some talk about just sending us random pics to react to. Okay. All right. And this is from Tell. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was my first thought. Is this that Subway one? I don't even remember how this got started. Was it taken on a Subway? Is it a, is, is it a backside situation? No, this is just one he sent. I don't even remember how this got started. Oh, okay. He's like, I'll send you a pic. Okay. And I was a little bit worried. And I haven't looked at it till just now. So okay. my reaction's relatively fresh. So this is the pick okay. of Rhea Perlman for Rock. whatever reason. I don't okay. know why. I don't even remember why this was. And he says, you didn't think I just sent a bunch of pics of hots, did you? And that's it. <laughs> he just yeah. sent us a random Rhea a Perlman random pic? A random Rhea Perlman picture. It's been so long since we haven't recorded in a long time. That's funny, Tell. I don't even remember what the fuck that was about. <laughs> but I don't think Rhea Perlman was funny. No, but that did remind me that I always thought that that Cheers open was so cool. Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Great show. Yeah. Now, this might ruffle some feathers. Are you going to go Shelly Long, Kirstie Alley talk? I'm going to go Shelly Long, Kirstie Alley talk. I knew it. I could feel it. Yep. And Coach versus Woody talk. Ooh, mm. that's really stepping out there. So here's my opinion. All right. I am pro Woody Harrelson, Kirstie Alley era. I could do without the Shelly Long coach. But... Did you like Shelly Long and Night Shift? Yeah. I mean, I like Shelly Long. And the Thanksgiving episode with Shelly Long is one of the best things they ever did, going back to Steve's 
email from previous episodes. Isn't that where they had the big episode. food fight? The big food yeah. fight. Yeah, that was awesome. That yeah, That's a yeah, great yeah, episode. Yeah. But as far as, first off, I don't think Shelly Long's hot. No, I mean, yeah. she's attractive, but she's not hot. She's great. In she's the not money as hot pit. as Kirstie Alley. No, she's not no. as hot as Kirstie Alley. She's great in the money pit. Yes. Yeah. Which is one of the. She's great in Night Shift, too. She's great in Night Shift, too. I hadn't seen that in so long. Man. Man. Michael Keaton in that is. That's so they're cool. making cars in Hong Kong. No, that's. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. <laughs> Gosh, damn. Oh so man! He he got me on that because yeah. I was like, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> I I watched that movie so many times as a kid. Night shift or gung ho? Night shift, and that started my love of Michael Keaton. That <laughs> prostitution and, and a prostitution, both of which that extend to this day. Uh, I bet I hadn't seen that in twenty five years. How about how about speaking of prostitution movies of the early eighties? How about Doctor Detroit? I have seen it. Several times, not near. I mean, no, I, not near. As it's much. not on night shift Donner level. Detroit, yeah. Never Dan Aykroyd, Donna and, Dixon, uh, Donna Dixon, the great really? Donna Dixon. Fran Drescher's that. in that. Yeah, is Telma Hopkins in that? Maybe that seems familiar. It's but, been a long time yeah. since I've seen it. But it's, night shift is much better. Night no shift doubt. is awesome. Michael Keaton is just great. God, he's so good. He should have won for Birdman. Yes. I hadn't seen it. It's an interesting. You've never film. seen Night Shift? No, no Birdman. Birdman. Oh, yeah. It's it's very. You just have to go in with an open mind. Yeah, it's not a. What's I hear that Founder movie is really good about him as Ray Kroc. Yeah, the, I haven't seen that. I heard that was good around. too. Oh, oh, yeah, I, for that, I still yeah. haven't seen, and I've heard it was excellent. It won the Academy Award. I still haven't seen Spotlight. I hadn't seen. It. I hadn't seen. Any, I hadn't seen a, a. Which one was Spotlight? A movie for that's the one about the. The Catholic priest scandal, and it's got Michael Keaton and John Slattery yeah, and Rachel I McAdams. Wasn't Night Shift uh, Ron Howard? Yeah, I believe so. Wasn't that one of his first ones? Yeah. What were we talking about before we got we're off on Cheers and Shelley Long? Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. I thought you were going to come out and something. Which I like. My dad prefers Coach over Woody. See, I don't. I think and all I, dads would. And I thought you were going to come out on that stance no. too. And, uh, and maybe that's because at the time I really didn't start watching it heavily. Until Woody right, era. I right. watched some, but not like hardcore. Yeah. And then I think I really started watching around the time that Woody came For out. me, Cliff, it's it's Cliff like Cliff Clavin is one of the best TV characters of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's Without fantastic. And Ted Danson was great. Yeah, he yeah. was. I mean, he was just, you believed fr- that I mean, he was this washed up sports guy. Mm-hmm. You know, ro- you know Kelsey Grammer was Kelsey great. Kelsey Grammer? Yep, he was great. I think, it for me, it's kind of like, between the coach Shelley Long versus Woody and Kirstie Alley, it's kind of like Godfather one and two. <laughs> I mean, they're both great. They're just so different. They are you know? different, yes. But they're both equally great in their own way. And they have some of the same characters. True. Hey, there you go. Good tie-in. All right. Well, send us your opinions about Godfather one and two or the great Cheers debate to Can You Hear Me Pod at gmail.com. Or any stories of you being an asshole to your fellow human hitchhikers. So sorry. That was a joke. Send us in all your gung-ho comments. Right. Gung-ho right, is one. an underrated movie. It's anything with Michael Keaton is good. And Mr. Mom is gold. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. Him okay. and Martin Mull. Martin Mull. 220-221. Whatever <laughs> it takes. <laughs> the, uh, 7.30 in the morning. Speaking of all dads. All dads preferring Coach over Woody. The... Uh, which my my dad's two favorite sitcoms are Taxi and Mash. Huh. I watched a bunch of both. I hardly ever watched any of Mash. I, really? I've seen I didn't watch it every damn it. Mash episode. Everybody I know times. loves it, but I've never it was always had such a depressing mm-hmm. un, I mean everything was depressing back then, but like I I don't know for whatever reason I only watched like a couple of episodes. I guess it just wasn't big in my well, household for some reason. The first runs when we were at least old enough to be aware were depressing. Yeah, because that's after Alan Alda's already gotten all serious mm-hmm. and he's directing and all that. I mean, they are dog shit depressing. Yeah, if you go back and watch the ones with Wayne Rogers, yeah, as, and uh, Trapper. Trapper, those are still funny. And they're more like the movie. The movie's great. Yeah. I've never seen it. The movie's great. I've so, never seen the movie. The movie's top notch. And it's got so many oh. incredible actors in it. Yeah. Because you got Sutherland. Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. Robert Duvall. I mean, it's great. But 
if you watch those first couple of seasons, it's still funny. Yeah. But man, it goes so heavy-handed, serious. That I only watched them because every, that was what you watched. I mean, all of America watched like that freaking final episode. Yeah. That's, it had like the highest ever for the time. Yeah. I think it's still like the top... If it's not the top in the top three of like most yeah, watched shows I think of all time, Cheers is the top. Did it? What? We'll to, what? We'll to fact check? That. I don't know. Yeah. I thought Mash had like a hundred and seventy million high. people or something. Now, of course, that was back when you had three channels. That's what I was fixing to say. And there was cable was in its infancy, and it didn't have any of the you know. Yeah, you had ABC, NBC, and CBS. So that was a powerhouse. But and suicide is painless. That is the name of the theme song, and it has lyrics if you watch the the movie. Hmm. And a great the scene where those lyrics are is great. It, the The book, and I've read the book too, but the book and the movie are so different than the TV show. Is the movie serious? No. Okay. Uh, the movie is a basically a sex comedy. Okay. For you know for the time, right? And it's good. It's 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 pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Pretty pretty good. All right. That was a sepin wall like review right there. There you go. It's a Gene Shallot like review. Pretty good. Make a pun. When are we going to talk Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? <laughs> oh, yes. Because I know he's never seen it. Well, then that's what we need to do. We need to have him watch it and then have get his thoughts on it. What is that? That is a <laughs> Russ Meyer film. Have Have you seen any Russ Meyer films? I don't think he's ever seen any Russ Meyer. Name some Russ Meyer films. Faster Pussycat? No. I can't hardly tell you any titles Super except for Vixens? Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. No. Mud Honey? No. I, there's a lot more. Uh, Just go we need to do a Roger Corman episode, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I could do a whole American International Roger Corman series. So, Russ Meyer was an exploitation film genius okay. of the 60s and the 70s. And he loved large-breasted women. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Roger Ebert wrote the screenplay for Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, proving that he's a much better critic than he ever was a movie having an actual <laughs> hand in the films. And it is insane. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the tale of a young girl band when they hit it big and everything that goes wrong after that. Okay. It's, a, it's trippy, man. There was a Valley of the Dolls movie, which that kind of had nothing to do with, but it was capitalizing on the name. With Patty Duke and Sharon Tate, and that's a whole other thing. Right. Okay, most watched TV events of all time. The first eight are Super Bowls, and then the next eight or ten are also Super Bowls. Wow! But number nine is the Mash finale at a hundred and five point nine million viewers. So oh, that's damn. like at the time, I think that's close to half of America. Wow! What? No other TV show is in the top twenty. Really. Just mash, and like then the that. rest are Super Bowls. I'll be damned. And the, I mean, number one is only at one hundred and fifteen million. So it's and not it was even at one hundred and five. So right. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> that is all right. Well, I don't know if we'll ever get you to watch it. It's and I don't know that we'd be good at ever doing it. I just want to watch him watch it. You we don't even have to do it on. You floated show. the idea of us MST three K and Three's Company. Episode. Yes. <laughs> now. I I'm love not, Three's I'm not Company. To it. Here's and I do love Three's Company, but do you know how much work goes into a MST3K? I have no idea. They usually watch one of those <clears throat> movies like together. I think like five or six times writing the jokes before they even do it live, and then well, they're not as talented as us right. at being improv improvisational I'm not humorist. To it, we can try it. I mean, even if we never air it, it'd be a blast just to watch another episode with each other. Because <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. We can we can riff tracks one and like put that out and sync it up. People could watch Three's Company. I got two words for you: premium content. <laughs> for a dollar ninety nine, you can listen to us watch a Three's Company episode. Come on, people. That might be, we might just be able to retire and do the, the RV thing. COD. Doing <laughs> doing uh, what's general delivery across America as yeah. we move from state to state in our go. RV. Let's not rule it I out. Do not, hey, look, I do not want to spend a week, let alone a year, in an RV with Heavy. Oh, can, you imagine, can you imagine how many times he'd make us eat those baked beans? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. 
There's no shitting on that RV. You got to shit somewhere yeah, else. Shit out in the woods. <laughs> out behind a rock. <laughs> like that hobo in your pasture. Yeah, like my hobo, my pasture shitting hobo. I bet it's a hog. I hope I, it's a hog. If it is a hobo and you find him, see if he wants to come on for that threes episode. Up. All right. Okay, I will find a threes company. Let's do it. All right. All right. Are we going to go Furleys? Or, I mean, are we going to go Furley or are we going to go Ropers? I'm Ropers. I'm a, I'm a Roper guy, too. I'm a team Roper. Are we going to go original? Like, we're going to do Christy. Suzanne Summers? Well, Suzanne Summers wasn't on with the Ropers, though. No, Suzanne Summers is the Ropers. Nobody else was on with the Ropers. Oh, yeah, I guess that's so they right. Got their they were, that's right, because they were there first. I will go one further. I'll do a Ropers episode with you. Man, I love the Ropers. Man, I don't remember ever watching. I'm sure I did, but I don't remember ever watching. Wasn't Tambor on the Ropers, yeah, too? Absolutely. I know he was. I ever saw him. Well, he was on that Three's Company episode where he played that crazy ass psychiatrist. Yeah, that's true. Who? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor. The dad uh, from Arrested Development. Uh-huh. But let's. Yeah, we we need to do original cast. We need to do Ropers. We need to do first season. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so much fun. We'll call it. Return to Regal Wait, Beagle. Ropers were fur- Ropers were before Furley. Absolutely, I had that switched in my mind for no, some the reason Ropers too. The first, okay, because Furley comes on after the Ropers get their spinoff. Okay, now I will not be doing an MST3K treatment of Three's a Crowd. The no, third, the second spinoff. No, when Jack no. gets married, I don't remember. Oh, that it's one. awful. Yeah, that's Did when Larry ever do anything after Three's <laughs> Company. Not other Time. Than like a. Love Boat episode or something. Yeah. What was his name? Hot Dog. <laughs> Guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Come on over here, Ron. Let me show you what I'm doing. Taking advantage of some of the time off to uh, add a whole new wing on here. I'm going to rip these walls out and, uh, of course, rewire it. Yeah, you're going to make it all 220? Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes. Well, you sound like a pretty handy guy. Yeah, well, I like to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, keep it straight like that. Good strategy. You know, the life of a carnival worker keeps me free and untethered. Yeah, I know. That's why I was immediately attracted to you. I could tell you were an outlaw. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of an outlaw through and through, baby. Damn. Good toss there, sir. Good one. You know, society's got no hold on this outlaw. Damn it. All right, all right. Real close. You know, I'm like a bird. Actually, more like a hard-ass pterodactyl. This is bullshit. Hey, God forbid you don't win after throwing only two quarters, man. It's a business. It ain't UNICEF, okay? I got a good mind to take my outlaw across. Yeah, you better walk away, hard ass. Yeah, some people, right? Yeah. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.